You're listening to All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. Right, we're back for another episode of All to Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral with me, Steve Sidwell, and former Chelsea and England Maverick Joe Cole. Joining us today is a former Scotland international who dazzled on the wings for Chelsea, Everton, and Tranmere Rovers. These days, when he's not broadcasting or writing, he's going to as many gigs as he can. And he's the coolest man in football. (laughs) He is... The legendary Pat Nevin. Pat, how are you doing? I'm fantastic. And uh, do you know what? It's good to see you again. I think last thing we met was in a BBC studio somewhere in central London or something like that. But, um, you know, you mentioned Chelsea. What about West Ham as well? You know, yeah, you, you yeah. Other I know, yeah, yeah. You know what it's like it's when you're aware. Yeah. You want them all mentioned, yeah, don't you? Yeah. It's a long list for Joe. Look, right, let's listen. We're going to get straight into it. We're going to plug the book straight off the, off the bat. Um, autobiography is called The Accidental Footballer. What, um, was it an accident? It was an incredible accident. And that's the weird thing. And I'm dying to talk to you about it because, yeah. you know, most players do get into it and you want to be a player since being a kid, yeah. And I didn't have that. I loved playing football. Absolutely loved it. And I'd sing for Celtic as a yeah. kid. Um, but I never really wanted to be a footballer. Now, that's here's so the, unusual. Wow. That's unusual. Yeah. Here's a dichotomy, right? Why is it a good question? Is it yeah. a correct question? I loved it so much I didn't want the business to ruin it. That's how much I loved actually playing. Yeah, yeah. Give me the ball, wow. get me on the ball, let me play, let me do some tricks and fancy stuff and skills and win, mm. by the way, yeah, and yeah. win. Yeah. As we yeah, all know, yeah, that's yeah. the important bit. So when Celtic got rid of me when I was 16 because I was too small. Yeah. Isn't that annoying when that happens? I know. Uh, <laughs> and I, I kind of said, you know, I'm kind of happy with that because I can go and yeah. do a degree now. Yeah. Mm. Like all my other brothers and sisters did. So I thought that was normal. I didn't see the... The numbers. I mean, you you yeah. went through a different yeah. way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you were 7, 15, 16, you knew one in a hundred's getting through, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Those odds aren't great. But you've got to believe in yourself, yeah. but they're not great. All you need to do is a bad injury, yeah. some bad luck. We yeah. all knew good players. Yeah, You yeah, probably yeah. should have made it and didn't. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, I'm going to do something else. And I'll play football for fun. Yeah. So a lot of people were saying to me, yeah, you, you, I don't believe you. And I, and I said, well, I can prove it. Because I ended up playing for Clyde part-time because... You could study and play. I mean, wow. well, you pay me 35 quid a week. Yeah, I can <laughs> yeah. buy loads of albums with that. Yeah. That was my attitude. And then Chelsea came in to buy me when I was uh, just over 18. And I said, no. From Clyde. Wow. From Clyde. When you was 18? Them, I turned them down for a year and said, no, I'm not going. Playing hard to get? I just don't want that. Don't want to be football. So what was <laughs> I mean, that? I mean, growing up in, in Glasgow, yeah. there's such a passion for yeah. football. I mean, do you... I was, was you not an outcast? Was you, yeah, but I was that this is the dichotomy. This is the weird thing about it. I'm passionate about it. I love it. My team, I'd supported that team with Celtic. I followed yeah. them everywhere. Yeah. yeah, I played three, four, five times a week. I trained. I was a distance runner. That was my other yeah. sport. I loved it. My dad trained me. He was a coach, yeah. right? That, so you love it. Yeah. I love it as much as any of you. Yeah. doesn't mean see, I want to be a football. I can see all the other bits. See the fame, the celebrity, yeah. Yeah. and all that stuff. I'm not interested and I never what, even was. thinking about that uh, at that young yeah, of age? Yeah. I was a wee bit serious. That's incredible. <laughs> that's, that's incredible. So It's unusual, I, I grant you that. And that's why the books are accidental, because it's accidental, it's unusual. But it, it makes sense. Yeah. And if it was simple, it wouldn't have taken 300 pages to explain. Do you know, uh, so, so you said you, Chelsea courted you for a year, and we get on to your love of music mm-hmm. afterwards. Surely the, a lad from Glasgow getting to move to London, and Chelsea in particular at that time, you know, the, the, you'd have been like in your element with all the musicians. And You're everything. good, by the way. Yeah. You are good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what tempted me. <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. Because like, Glasgow had a good music scene at the time, but uh, they were offering me, and to be honest, it was complicated because I was being, I'd played in the European Youth Championships and with one Euro Youth Championship, Scotland. Like, yeah. Honestly, we did. Is it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Only thing we've ever won, right? So we won it. So by winning it, we beat England. I, and yeah. we played right good players like Trevor Stephen and players yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Matt Walters. Yeah. I mean, so yeah. really good players. So we went and we won in Finland. I mean, weren't very good teams. A guy called Van Basten. Oh, <laughs> I don't know if he's any good. Yeah. Um, so, and we, so if I was going to go the next year, because I've done some degree exams right after, the day after the final, winning the final. If I was going to go to the Worlds the next year in Mexico, I would miss the exams again. Mm. And Chelsea were still trying to get me. And I just thought, you know what? 
if I say if I Chelsea for two years, mm. I can go and see a whole bunch of gigs. And if I fail the exams, then I fail the exams. So yeah. it was just a cover. Yeah. So, so I went down this cover and it kind of went quite well. Last time we seen each other was about three days ago or, yeah. or a week ago in Frankfurt. Yeah. yeah. I spent a lot of time walking around Frankfurt meeting people. What, what, what did you make of that? Because we, 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 You said it was an amazing atmosphere. I, yeah, I thought the Frankfurt atmosphere was incredible. Probably the best of... I've ever seen. I met about three or four people, Pat, who, who got you know. There was quite there's a bit of hooliganism yeah. going on from the Germans. I thought not yeah. from the. I thought the West Ham fans in, but were, were pretty right. well behaved. I've, you know, but I, I, there's some poor chappy come in our hotel at like one in the morning, bleeding. He'd got attacked by a German unprovoked. So I think if the boot was on the other foot, yeah, and it was the English doing that in London, I th- I think there'd be a bit more. Been more no, said about it. There was, there was definitely. There was the press was I met three or four that. people who'd been, who'd been attacked, but that was outside the ground. Inside the ground Amazing. was incredible. The organisation from the the way that they they lifted that team. Because yeah. by the way, I don't think there was a better side than West Ham over two legs. I think they no. got it right. Yeah. They got it right over the two legs, but West Ham. But they th- there was like a. It felt like a whole movement of an old city was just dragging that team yeah. for the final. Yeah. It was an incredible atmosphere. And um, I think the West Ham fans, you know, big shout out to them. I thought they behaved themselves really well over there in, in an intimidating atmosphere. Yeah. It, it, it was a brilliant night, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. It was just great to actually be yeah. there. You see, I mean, I've, I don't, I've got so many games. You're talking about the best atmosphere. Yeah. That's a great conversation. Yeah. Go on for days, you know, yeah. the best. I mean, I was at the Celtic Rangers game a few days before, so, you know. Yeah. Fires, <laughs> fires. Uh, JT was there. You know about this? Yeah, he's sussing right. him there, yeah. Yeah. Really? With a Celtic scarf on? I didn't no, see that one coming. No, no, didn't no see that way. Some, I don't think he noticed things. Somebody threw it on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, but that's one of the great things about doing this job. I mean, <clears throat> here you go, you see these fantastic things. What you're saying about the Eintracht France, it was brilliant because they ran on, but you thought, actually, this isn't dangerous. Yeah. They were, I, I watched the West Hamplers, and I don't know, if, have you ever been in a pitch invasion? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. You know right away if it's dangerous, don't you? Yeah. You think, and you go, Oh no, it's actually okay. Or, yeah. Oh no, I'm in trouble. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know. Yeah. And you kind of it was know, joy, can... weren't it? It was That's joy awesome. rather than yeah. the emotion was joy. I felt from the yeah. fans rather and they than the well, didn't they? Yeah. And Do you know what did shake me up a little bit? And if they caught this on camera, it would have been an absolute belter. I was standing there because we had to do our pitch side broadcast off air. So we're standing there, mm-hmm. and at the corner of my eye, the old Robocop police come, but they come with the dogs. Oh. So <laughs> for a split second, they had the muzzles on. Luckily enough. But as they've come, about eight of these dogs, they must have been about six. Oh, and I'm a little bit scared of dogs like that. You've been chased by a dog so, before. Yeah, yeah. And, and I had a right Percy panic up. And if the, <laughs> but luckily we was off air because I would look like a right... I was like, ooh, not scared of these dogs. <laughs> That's it. I don't take care of you, don't worry. Yeah. Now, it, it is weird when you get into those things, isn't it? Because as football as it happens... I mean, I've had a couple... I played against Galatasaray over yes. in Gala. Mm, yeah. And they rioted and they came yeah. on and that was a bit mega. Yeah. Right? Mm. And I, I, again, write about that in a book. Mm. It's a weird, weird story. Mm. One of my favourite ones, actually, um, coming back to me, I'm sure it makes me feel really old telling this story. Mm. But once playing for Chelsea, um, we were playing against uh, Sunderland, Cup semi-final, and the Clive Walker scored a couple of goals against us. We were going out and we were gutted because we were better than them. Classic, yeah. like West Ham. Yeah. 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 We were better than them, but we are going out and that was a chance for us to get to Cup final. So about a minute ago, the... Our fans are on the pitch and it's yeah. getting really ugly and yeah. pushed off again. Anyway, the ball comes over and Kerry Dixon heads it on. I'm one of them, keeper, and I put it over keeper's head and score. But it's gone. The game's dead. There's yeah. 10 seconds left. The weirdest thing about the goal, there's a horse in the penalty box. <laughs> 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 there's a picture of me like, scoring and there's a little horse going by. And I'm going, what? No. <laughs> and the horse was definitely offside. I mean, there's not even a shadow of doubt about it. Like, you timed your run well. <laughs> Imagine the VAR lines, like trying to get around the back of the horse. Is he on? Is he off? Which part of the horse are we going for here? <laughs> Look, I want to stay on Chelsea. Uh, me and Joe obviously both played there for the, in the Abramovich yeah. area, yeah. Um, where completely different, I'd imagine, yeah. from when oh, you yeah. signed in 83. Yeah. What was it like at Chelsea in the early 80s? Well, apart from the pitch was garbage, right? That's mm. number one, right? Yeah. So mm. like, and so a few cars got, parked behind the goals. That stuff, yeah, but it's kind of normal because... You didn't know any different. Yeah, you know, yeah. we get to other grounds and you didn't have that. But I'd played for Clyde before mm-hmm. that. The dogs, because it was a dog racing track, they yeah. were much more important than the footballers. Yeah. So this was a step up for me. Like, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm okay with the yeah. cars behind. Um, the atmosphere had to be special. It had to be a night game yeah. because the, the 
and pitch was just too far yeah, away. Yeah. And that was the sadness. That, but it was exciting because we had been a poor team, apparently, the year before. We'd nearly gone down to the third gen level. Mm. Honestly, that's not the reason why I turned them down for you. Mm. But I did turn them down for <laughs> But when I came, we bought a bunch of new players. And five of us bought within a couple of weeks. And all five of us immediately became first-team players almost. So Kerry Dixon became one of the greatest scorer, yeah, scorers. Yeah, yeah. And by the way, if anyone would ever have said to me, someone will A, overtake him, and B, will be a midfielder, I'd have said, don't be stupid. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> Frank, I know. for God's sake. Yeah. Um, but Nigel Spackman came in, ended up Liverpool well, Rangers. Who, who was a scout who brought Exactly, you it was it myself, Joe McLaughlin, and Eddie Nightspeaker, who was a great yeah, goalkeeper. Yeah, what yeah, a window that is. So that's half a million quid yeah. for half a team. Yeah. Which is astonishing. Even yeah. then, that's astonishing. Yeah. And we all ended up playing and getting to the top levels of the Premier League within mm. our League One, as we used to call it, in those days. Yeah. So it was a, a brilliant time to come. Yeah. You you won player of the season in your first season mm-hmm. there. What, what, how, why why did it just click for you? What uh, happened? Because I couldn't give a stuff, probably. Mm, really? I was yeah. just so relaxed about it. I'd signed. And because I'd signed, and I knew that I could go back and do my degree because I'd be doing a degree in Glasgow. Mm. There was no pressure on me. Now, this is the bit that I'm always looking mm. at every one of you. Every player I've ever played with or known, they sometimes used to look at me and go, has he been a bit aloof because yeah. he's doing the education? And I'm saying, actually, I've got so much admiration for every one of you because I wasn't brave enough to do what you lot did. Mm. All legs in the basket? Or yeah, all legs yeah. in the basket, yeah. exactly. To say, I'm going to chuck everything else and mm. I'm going to go there. Well, I- most people don't make it. Yeah, yeah. I- my, yeah, well, it's great that you, you had the passion for something. My, my, did you ever think, Sids, of uh, what you would do if you didn't make it? My plan, I had a clear plan. <laughs> if I didn't get an apprenticeship at West Ham, I was going to go on the market stalls with my dad mm. until I got to 21. <laughs> yeah. And then I was going to do the knowledge. Oh, brilliant. And then, so that was, like, that, that was the only time it ever entered into my mind about not... That was the only plan I had. Did you have anything else? Um, when, I, when, I was, uh, when I was at Arsenal, my dad... He owned a scaffolding company. Right. And my brother's taken over it now. It's a family company. It's been going for years. And he used to make me go down, down there and work. Even when yeah. I was a pro at Arsenal and I'd have a day off, which yeah. was very rare, he'd come yeah. bashing through my door about six, half five, yeah. six in the morning, go, come on, come and work. And I'd be down these yard, I'd be lugging gear, yeah. loading racks, doing this. Yeah. He'd be like, listen, if you don't make it, this is what you're going to do. That's clever, isn't it? That's yeah. clever. And it's, it was a kick up the backside, but it was also a reality check to say, yeah. you know, this is it's yeah. a fine line. Makes you work, doesn't it? Yeah. And, it, it, and, it, and it's going to sound like... It's just a terrible thing about being an ex-player. You don't want to sound like an old fart. Mm. You know, but <laughs> yeah, you don't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there's a bit you that wants to say, honestly, the bubble at the moment, and mm. some players get through. And I watch it at all clubs. I mean, all clubs. Yeah. And they've been there since eight. And some of them come out... I mean, you can come out sounding and looking like Mason Mount. Yeah. And that's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. you've got it and the work rate's there. But there are others, and we've all seen them. You're thinking... Mm. You think you deserve a career here. Yeah. You think mm. it's absolutely setting a play for you. Yeah. Mm. And you kind of have to know that, A, if it doesn't work, mm. there's a dark world out there. And B, you're not going to get there unless you put it in. That's right. You know, and it's, it sounds quite old school, but in actual mm. fact, yeah. it's true. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There's the fundamentals but, are the same. You say it's a dark world, um, and it, this bit overshadowed football a lot mm. in the 80s. 1984, Paul Cannaville, Chelsea's first back player, was getting a bit of abuse from, from the fans. Uh, and you faced it up in the press mm-hmm. after one of the games, early part in your in your yeah. Chelsea career. Uh, did you feel as though you had to do that, or? I, well, I couldn't not. That was my problem. I yeah. couldn't not do it. Um, was it, was my, it that bad? No, no. It was it was more of my background. So my background, you think a student, sort of lefty student from yeah, Glasgow. Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're, a, we're a bit yeah. like that. We're a bit social. Yeah, sort of attitude. Um, and I'd been in anti-racism campaigns, and I was anti apartheid stuff and things and I was wearing the t-shirt and the badge and everything yeah. I can't then go down and see one of my teammates or anyone getting yeah. booed for being black and this and is by his, his own fans as own well. fans and yeah. other yeah. fans I mean other fans it was just taking yeah. it was red yeah. what we have to remember is it, there was casual racism everywhere there. Yeah. It, was, yeah. it, was, it was endemic it in the was, country yeah. uh, but and within the game no one was speaking about it mm. and no one was talking about it and I'm going why? Mm. and Chelsea at the time thought I was they didn't want me to speak out. And I understand it from one perspective. They thought, A, it was dangerous for me. Mm. NF was quite big at the time. I used to travel by tube, you know, yeah. rather than get a, a train. I preferred that. Yeah. And they thought it would be dangerous if I stood up. But I just said, no, I'm not having it. I'm not yeah. accepting it. So 
you know, talked about it afterwards. And it's, it's an intriguing, there is a whole chapter in the book about the anti-racism thing and why I couldn't understand why no one else was speaking about it mm. and no one else was shouting about it. And even the press were quite surprised. And it's hard to, where, where we are now, yeah. to think back and think, the press are going, why are you talking about that? And I went, yeah. I, I don't understand why you aren't. Mm. And yeah. it was, but then I come from a, a different background. So maybe it needed a little bit of that. Um, do you know what? You, you'll understand this because I love talking to ex-players. I love our current players. I love it because you get things that people will say, so you stood up for Paul and Keith yeah. Jones and Dubbers, yeah. the black players in the team. What did they say? Yeah, of course they would say nothing. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. we, we don't do that, do we? No. Yeah, yeah, we just yeah, go yeah. in a game. Yeah. We just yeah, play yeah. and we just train. That, yeah, Paul, for, like, and as well, you're young men. Like, yeah. Obviously you've got... You, you you come from a, a different background, and you're mm. obviously. But for a footballer, as a young man, to go, obviously, if he would have felt, thank you, Pat. But if he wouldn't have, it, wouldn't he, have crossed him. He, wouldn't, he no. wouldn't have said it. But looking back now, do you speak to him now? And does he? Oh no, he's talked about it so much. I've heard since. him talk about yeah. it, and he gets quite emotional, doesn't he? And it's, you know, it's kind of it's, it's, I'm delicate about it because I'm not wanting to abuse any players who didn't stand yeah. up and speak. Yeah. And certainly at the time, I, I, I know it sounds odd now because compli- it gets complicated now, because mm. I didn't think it was a black player's place to have to be the first people to stand up. Yeah. When I look back at it now, maybe I was ignorant and wrong to say that, but how dare I tell Paul, who's already got a bad target in his mm. back, to go and put another one right in his front as well. Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it was yeah. a delicate thing at the time. But since then, you know, it was when people at Paul stood up and others stood up, I thought, oh, I think that's brave. Mm, well, yeah. I didn't, I wasn't being brave. I was just being mouthy. Yeah. They were being brave yeah. and to, to, to do that. Yeah. So we've talked about it, you know, since at the time. And what I like to underline to people is you don't stop. And it's equality at every level, you know, be it sexism, racism, homophobia. You, I don't care. Yeah. I just yeah. don't, or, yeah. or religious stuff. I don't care. Just equality is a mm, good thing. And yeah. I like to fight for it if I possibly can. But I talk to Paul about it now and, and everyone's saying, yeah, we keep on fighting, but don't don't forget one thing. We've kind of improved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we've yeah, came yeah. a wee yeah. distance. Yeah. And let's keep on going. Yeah, definitely. But uh, let's not ignore the fact that we've, we've moved it on a week. We've yeah. shoved it down the road. Yeah. Yeah. I always, I've got a big banner at the front of this. I always say, football helped. Football always gets yeah. dogs abuse. Yeah. And I always yeah. say, who are the ones that are taking the knee? Mm. More than anyone else. Mm. Noticeably more than who are the ones that are in the campaigns? Mm. Who's now it may have taken the FA and UEFA and FIFA mm. 25 years to get the message. Yeah. I mean, the memo was sent a while ago, guys. Yeah. yeah. But they've got the message. Now, they don't always react right. Yeah. yeah. It's now mainstream thinking. Mm. When yeah. Back in my time, it wasn't. I was an outsider. So, yeah. you know, in the midst of where we try and make everything more inclusive, if we possibly can, for everyone, don't forget we're. We're getting something. Making strides, yeah. That's important, yeah. In 1988, the club got relegated. Mm-hmm. Um, you left. Was it a wrench? Now, just talking there, it seems like you had a good nucleus, a, a good, yeah. a real good group. Was it a wrench to leave Chelsea? Even this was the, bro- the, br- the brilliant thing writing about it is I had to look back. One of the things I was dying to talk to you about again was, did you ever look back in your career where you were playing? Because I no. never, no. No. You see, no. I've never heard a player say, yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do not yeah. look back a no. day, do you? You go, right, one, go, move yeah, on. Yeah. You can remember winning a cup final. Yeah. You celebrate that night. Yeah. Go. Yeah. Move on. Yeah. So you have a whole career of that. Yeah. And then after my career, I then didn't look back because I had another set of weird careers that went after that. Yeah. So I never looked back. It was just writing this book that I finally looked back. And I don't know what yeah. you feel. I felt guilty looking back. And that was the moment that was hardest to write about. Mm. One, of the hardest, one of the hardest to write about. What was your guilty well, about? Yeah, I was about yeah. to say that. Because... Yeah. I hadn't let the Chelsea fans down because I'd been player a year twice in the five years there. The Chelsea fans had been lovely. We, yeah. we know what it's like when they take yeah. you. you yeah. It's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's a fabulous, fabulous thing. <clears throat> you never stop being a Chelsea man if you've been there and yeah. treated you like that. Yeah. Right. But I couldn't tell them why I was going. And I yeah. wanted to stay. Um, and I had this really complex thing going on with Ken Bates. We'd had a few yeah. wee problems. Uh, <laughs> we got him well, but... I would but, imagine you two clash... We but didn't, in we a, didn't in a, almost in an intellectual level. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to say, it was always on the football He level wouldn't, he wouldn't, I don't think Ken would have known how to, where to put you. No idea. He knew, <laughs> he, he knew how to speak to footballers and he thought he pigeonholed them. But yeah. when you come along, he must have been like, I tell us a story about when you was toes. in his office and, right. you, and, I, I, and I, this I, is a blind. Yeah, I, I, I led it very quickly. So when, I left, when yeah. I was left, 
Chelsea, I didn't want to leave. Yeah. And I'd agreed to go to PSG. So it was all organised. Wow. I was going to go to PSG. And it was all just about to go. And then at the last minute, I was sitting on a beach in Corfu, a, a scruffy villa, the Australians all hang about. And a guy came running down, oh, Mr. Nen, Mr. Pat, Mr. Pat, there is a phone call. Said, Who is it? Colin Harvey Everton. He yeah. wants you to sign. Yeah, I tell him I will. Yeah. And that, that was the level of the negotiation. Yeah. <laughs> 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 I tell him I will. Right, so, but I didn't want to leave, but Chelsea had gone down. They'd gone a different direction. They hadn't offered me a new contract. Yeah. They needed the money. Yeah. yeah. And I couldn't say to Chelsea fans, I'm not running away. <coughs> right. I've been hoofed. Yeah, Because yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I didn't want to turn Chelsea fans against the club. Why would you do no, that? Yeah, they were yeah, suffering yeah, enough. Yeah, yeah. They'd just been relegated. So I was, I'll yeah. take the hit. Give me yeah. the hit. Yeah. One of the gorgeous things about writing this book is I can never get that story yeah, out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so they know. The, the, the story about, um, I didn't do normal contracts, as you can tell with the, yeah. the Everton one. So I signed for Chelsea and uh, go down £180 a week, player of the year Chelsea. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, I thought that made make it a laugh. Um, so I signed this contract and after the first year, obviously, I know I've got a wee bit of bargaining power, but I'm still yeah. thinking to go back to do my degree yeah. and chuck it. And Ken Bates is going, you wouldn't, would you? And I've looked at him and he went, you would, wouldn't you? And I went, hmm. And he, he said, well, well, tell us what you want. And, you know, and I said, well, you offered me a new contract. No, 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 you need to demand one. Okay, so I went to see some of the players, Mickey Droy, mm. Patsy. He's a taxi Arnas. driver now, Mickey. He was a taxi driver, Mickey, wasn't he? Well, Mickey Hazard. Mickey Hazard, sorry, yeah. Wrong, and wrong Bunners, John Bumstead, yeah, also yeah. Uh, yeah. done the knowledge. Yeah. And I talked to somebody, and Mickey Droy was yeah. a big giant of a man, yeah. in a year even before that. Yeah. Yeah. And they told me what to do. Anyway, given the, I wrote down, went home that night, typed up one A4 sheet of paper of what yeah. I wanted, right? So it's like 500 quid a week and five flights home to Glasgow or whatever and a yeah, two yeah. grand sign on for something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. And I've put it in front of Batesy and I, so I've sat down in his office and honestly it's like this, so I'm at the desk here but I'm, the desk's about there, right? right? I can just about see yeah. over it, right? <laughs> he's up there somewhere, right? <laughs> and you're like, like wee guy and it's a gigantic yeah. desk. I don't know yeah. if he still had the, no, he's gone by there, no, long gone by So you're sitting there and I'm absolutely knotting myself laughing because I know this is just a power play, this is psychology. Yeah, yeah. So, I've given him the bit of paper and he's picked it up. He scrunched it up, threw it in the bin, stood up, walked out his door, slammed the door, jumped into his Rolls Royce and drove away. And I'm sitting in his office thinking, that didn't go very well. And he's thinking, <laughs> he's not even saying hello. And I'm sitting going, shit. But he had misplaced one thing. Although I'm a kind of nice guy and the education bit and all that, I'm also from Easter House, which is in the east end of Glasgow. Mm. And I did what anyone from Easter House would do. I rifled through his drawers. Every set of drawers. I got all the contracts yeah. <laughs> of all the players. I sat there and I got the... I, got, I just wrote them all out. And then I went home that night. I did a mean, median and mode average of them. Yeah. And I came in the next day and he went, have you thought any more about that? And I went, yeah, yeah, I want like 20 quid more or something. And he went, that's terrible. That's not, even, that's not what... I said, it's just the average. And he said... You can't know what the average is. I mean, yeah, I can. I rifled it in the drawers last night. <laughs> <laughs> and he just looked at me and went, you little bastard. <laughs> you can swear. And then gave it. And then gave us it. And just Did said, it's all yours. Yeah. Just gave us his contract there. Yeah. Loved it. Brilliant. Absolutely loved it. Yeah. So basically, and I always had this kind of weirdish reaction. Yeah. yeah. And we, by the way, the, the corollary <clears throat> to that is, uh, actually, in football, you're allowed to say bastard, but you can't yeah. say corollary. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, so I, I, so I was just about to sign the contract. You know, it has to get yeah. right, right yeah. now. So I was just about to sign it, I was like that. I went, nah, I'm not signing. And John Neal was a manager, and basically yeah. he's going, oh, what is it now? What are you, what's going on? I said, we were playing a game the next night against Brentford. It was a post-season yeah. friendly. And I said, I don't like playing the second half. And they went, what? Because I love playing, and I want to play our team. Cause, why? I said, well, no order of playing down at uh, the Royal Festival Hall. <laughs> so if you can get that rent in the contract, I can no, leave at half time. And he looked at me. He's just about exploding, John. They went, just government, government. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't know how to take me at all. Yeah. But what they did know is I was very dedicated to it. Yeah. I loved playing and all that. So there was, there was fun times. But don't get me wrong. It was ultra professionalism. Yeah. I trained myself every afternoon. Yeah. I was a long-distance runner. Right. I still am. I still yeah, run yeah. You know, every second day. I still do hill running. Yeah. So it sounds as if you're being a bit frivolous. But from within that, you can still be ultra 
Yeah. yeah we, uh, With your craft, like, yeah, you want to make sure... Because yeah, you're, yeah. you, you're an arty person. I just think you probably wouldn't want to step on the pitch and not be ready so mm. that you can perform in yeah. front... Because you're a performer, aren't you? Like, yeah, that, that, well, you, yeah, you must have felt that. Yeah. 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 But I wonder, did you feel this? I sorry to ask him. See, we've got a thing in common, right? Yeah. Two we've, mavericks, that's what it is. <laughs> we've, got, we've got this line. And somebody told me about it one day, and it, it kind of starts with Charlie Cook. Yeah. And it goes on, and it involves Zola, it yeah. involves... Joe, and then it's Eden. One of people who have been nice enough to put me in there. Yeah. Of, of little guys that are creative yeah. at the front with Chelsea, yeah. that the fans fell in love with so much that they gave us Player of the Year a couple yeah. of times yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of line of us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And any time I've met any of us, yeah. there's a kind of little kind of knowing yeah. kind of. Yeah. You don't need to say it. Yeah. Kind of, yeah. There's a little spark between. There's something about that part of the world, Chelsea. And and what and and the fans, it, it's it's a tough. Listen, London is tough, but they want that creative spark, and they they are right. They connect. I, mm-hmm. I I felt that. And like I said, my connection with with Eden mm-hmm. when he was asking me about signing for Chelsea, and I remember saying to him, "Listen, you will love Chelsea mm-hmm. because I know he's a family man. I know he he, he never wanted a venture, and he's probably proven right going to Madrid. Yeah. He likes to be close. Mm-hmm. You could jump on the train and go back to to uh, to Lille and Belgium. Mm-hmm. But I said, you will love it." But they will love you. I said they will love you because you know I grew up watching Zola. I actually missed you because I started watching at Chelsea '89. The year 90, I left. Yeah, the year you left. Yeah. But you you knew about Pat mm. and they tried to replace you. I think Kevin Wilson was there. And I t- do, do you know who replaced me? That's, do you know who were my strip? That was seven. Yeah. Very different type of player. Correct height, but not one of that type. Yeah. Why is he? Was it? Yeah, <laughs> Dennis was yeah, the next yeah. number seven that came in after yeah, me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's Ooh. right. It's it's a weird one because I thought, God, that's going a different direction. Yeah, yeah. But what a great decision. Yeah. Why he had an amazing career for Chelsea, yeah. didn't he? But it, he wasn't that type of player. No. And Chelsea, <clears throat> although the Chelsea fans loved him too. Yeah. I, I just want to move on. You said about you moving. You, you you went on to Everton. Now you said about the relationship you had with John Neal. You went on to play with Everton under Colin Hervey and. Later yeah. on, Howard Kendall. What was what were they like to to play under? Uh, I can remember Howard being sober once. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but that's that sounds bad, and you you don't speak ill of the dead. And I do speak yeah. a lot about Howard. Yeah, Howard and I didn't get on. Didn't mean I didn't like him. Yeah. yeah. Off the field afterwards, after I'd left. Yeah. Honestly, I really liked the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Funny, uh, but you know the, the the drinking stories at the time and the drinking culture at the time it was terrible because mm. we were a very good team. Yeah. We got to yeah. the FA Cup final the first season there, yeah. and I scored the winner in two semi-finals that year yeah. to get us to Wembley twice. Um, but the jump up, and that's trying to explain that to kids today. Yeah. I was going from Chelsea away up to Everton. Yeah. It's the equivalent. It was the way. Everton were in the amongst it's the, the titles and winning games. Yeah, basically, it's the opposite of it right yeah. now. So going there was amazing because they, they had brilliant players. And we'd sign TC, Tony Cotty. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, we, I knew we had him on a couple yeah. of weeks ago, Tony. Yeah. I, used, well, I mean, I was roommates. Yeah, yeah. The whole time was... I mean, you couldn't imagine two people politically further apart. <laughs> but we got on brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Um, And also, like, I would suggest work rate. Yeah, 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 yeah. Tony, Tony <laughs> said, it, yeah. Lazy's not the right one. <laughs> yeah. Far too kind. Goal scorer. <laughs> but he was brilliant, exactly. Fox and I loved him as well. Yeah. So I got in a right good team. But yeah. Do you know that feeling you get when you're playing a team? You know, some teams that you're better than the sum of your parts, right? Yeah. You just got the spirit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's some teams there's a whole big bunch of players and you're nowhere near as good as the group. Yeah. Let's not name but let's put initials out there. Manchester United. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That's exactly what they are. I've got that the wrong way around. But they like that, aren't they? Really? Yeah. yeah. At the yeah, moment yeah. United are like that. <clears throat> yeah. They have a lot of good players, but they're worse than the sum of the players. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, Everton, we were a wee bit like that. Because it was a bad spirit. Yeah. And you know what it's like if you're on a team where you're good and yeah. bad spirit. The difference it makes is on the did, did you Tony Tony talked about this actually a few weeks ago. He said, Did you find that there was a there was an old there was an older yeah. group of players that were weren't too pleased with the younger group players, you and Tony coming mm-hmm. in and, and didn't want the change and then they rebelled. Oh, and, and understandable. Yeah. I mean you, I try to explain this to people, man. We've all been here before. Mm. So we come at Evan, there's T C mm. myself and Neil McDonald, Stuart McCall, mm. right? We all come on the same day. Mm. And we're coming in... All, all top players, by the way. Right. Oh, so we're yeah. coming in t- mm. to Everton, who've won leagues. We're almost certainly getting paid more than those guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yet yeah, they've won leagues. Yeah. yeah. By the way, and we're coming in to replace you. I can't understand why yeah, you're yeah, a bit yeah, mad. Yeah, yeah. I mean, really, you shouldn't be like that. And I was never like that. You should enjoy the battle. Yeah, yeah. Place. yeah. And, But 
I understand why some people don't take well yeah. that. So, and they never could, you know, really get together. And then Martin Keown came. Yeah. And, you know, it, yeah. some mixed, some didn't. Yeah. I remember once Colin Harvey sent to me, it was, it was end of his tether. And he was shouting and bawling and to the, and he didn't shout often. And he would say, look, this, this is terrible. There's two cliques in this team. Yeah. And I was used old boys over there. And you never mix with the youngsters. And it's, the attitude's terrible. We'd be top of the league because, yeah. We win enough games at home to win the league. Yeah, yeah. but away from home, yeah. and when you need a spirit, yeah, awful, right? And he was shouting and bawling, and he was getting really, really angry. In the middle, he goes, "Actually, there's not two cliques. There's three. There's Pat and his own clique." <laughs> <laughs> who, who said this? John Neal. John Neal. Right. Sorry, yeah. Colin Harvey, yeah. the manager. And I took it as a real compliment because yeah. I'm not joining any groups. I'm trying yeah. to pull us together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But you know what it's like. Sometimes you need a bigger personality. Yes. You can be the nicest guy in the world, but you need a. JT, yeah, 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 don't you? you it, it, yeah, it needs to, it needs to come from like a an iconic figure. That's why the great JT was such a great captain. Yeah, do you know what I mean? Because he, he's almost he was not he when was, he spoke, everyone listened. Yeah, no matter who, yeah. where you're from, and he, right. had, he had like this this aura about him. Like he was an iconic figure, and then so when he players come into the club, even players, big name players like Balak's, mm-hmm. Ishevchenko's, you know, and it always make me laugh because mm-hmm. I remember JT from. Mm. 16, 17, 18 like mm. Faces Nightclub and, yeah, and all that yeah. but then I'm seeing all these world superstars <laughs> that we watched growing up Shevchenko Balak were a bit older than me coming in and they're like reverent to JT yeah, and I'm like but yeah. he, he, he did it well and he looked after everyone he he and that's why he's well. a brilliant character I, I just want to go back onto Martin Keown quickly right. uh, Keown and Kevin Sheedy had a, a famous <laughs> altercation shall <laughs> we say I, I, I shouldn't laugh <laughs> um, but it was funny because he knew it was coming you know Bob I shouldn't say Martin yeah you know, you, he was known as Bob up there, yeah, yeah. right, which is a bit harsh, being called Brain of Britain in a football team. But Martin's not stupid, he's just different, he's just unusual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's also one of the sharpest financial minds I've ever known. Yeah, yeah, Actually, no, he's sharp. He yeah. is yeah. sharp. Yeah. But it was just winding him up, and I just knew that Martin at some point was just going to snap. Mm. And, the, you know, when he snapped, you couldn't stop him. No. There's no way he could stop him. No. And he nailed Kevin. And do you know what it's like with football clubs? Mm. You can... You can have a fight sometimes. Mm. It was quite common in my time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And by the end of the afternoon, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of lanced the boil. Yeah. yeah. It became less and less a thing. And sometimes, in that occasion, it didn't lance the boil. Really? It stayed, you know. Mm. When in my, my time, I can remember fights. Uh, in our time, I can remember David Speedy fighting with Kerry Dixon. Uh, David Speedy fighting with Colin Lee. Yeah. I can Colin Dixon. Um, yeah, you fought with Joe McLaughlin as well. Yeah. He fought, he fought with everyone. Yeah. Absolutely. It sounds like everyone. a boxing, a boxing bout. Boxing but it was always, but it was always David Speedy. It was always Speedy. Yeah. Oh, it was always him, <laughs> He was only little. Yeah, he's the same height as me, but, and he couldn't resist it. And I admired him for his fighting spirit, yeah. but try and pick some of your own yeah, size as opposed to that size. Yeah. We're going to go on to what really happened. And this is a moment in your career that we want to find out more about. So we want to find out more about the time that you, t- uh, that you turned down Galatasaray oh, yeah. uh, to move to Tranmere Rovers instead. <laughs> Who wouldn't? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'd went over to Gala. They'd, I'd played against them forever and I'd scored a couple of goals and they had rioted. They'd all come yeah. on. And it was one of those classic ones that we were talking about before. Like, as you're running off, because what happened is they played a goal kick. And, you know, the referee says, like, mm. when this goal kick... Get ready. Get in. No. Oh, no. Right, so I never got the memo. <laughs> so I'm chasing Neville South. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going, that's the one. <laughs> Thousands of these Gala fans. Now, Turkish fans yeah, from Istanbul yeah. and Gala yeah, yeah. fans, like, we know the story there. And I'm thinking, shit. <laughs> so I've turned around and I've started sprinting. But I'm not going to get off. There's thousands of them. So I did what what you have to do in those situations. I became very British. Yeah. Very British, British indeed. <laughs> so I slowed down. I, mean, I, I said, excuse me, I'll play. I said, excuse me. <laughs> do you mind? Thank you. Thank you. And it worked. And yeah. they're all going, oh, sorry, sorry. I'm going the way through. All the lads think I've been killed, right? So <laughs> I've eventually got in. And uh, it's maybe took me three or four minutes, maybe a bit longer. I eventually got not, not a hand laid on me. With yeah. all the thousands of Gala yeah. fans. And I got in and all the lads said, oh, we thought you were dead. And Neville Southall and yeah, Kevin Ratcliffe. Yeah. Like, wow. And I'm going, look, I come from the East End of Glasgow. Oh. <laughs> I, can, I can smell danger. It's fine. They're, they're quite cool out there. And they're going, God, he's so brave. So get dried and showered and got in the bus and goes out the stadium. Every single window smashed in. There's bottles. And, <laughs> and they're all lying on the ground going, so tell me about those nice guys, Nevin. <laughs> And of course, it was just because they didn't want to get sent to jail because there was yeah, cameras on yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. 
Anyway, they, they'd never forgot that I scored two goals that night and they tried to buy me. And I went over to Gala and what an adventure that was. It was fantastic. The best bit of it was, as a choice between them and Tranmere, there was one other club who were keen to get me when I was leaving Everton, but Everton wouldn't let me go there. And I was desperate to go to that club. I'm desperate to go to that club, right? And nobody knows about this. In fact, it's not even in the book. Go on. West Ham. Really? Really? Wow. So I could have been a hammer. They didn't want me to stay in the Premier League. Right. So I really wanted to Was that Harry? I don't know. I wouldn't have known at the time. I don't know. What? what? Bonzo? Was it be even? Was it late? Maybe Bonzo. Was it late? Was it late in the? uh, No, no, no. Late in negotiations between. No, I didn't do negotiations. I didn't have an agent. No, no. But I mean, late. Did they come in late to the party? And it was just. They told me after that it had been a bid. Well, that is late. But they didn't (laughs) tell me at the time. Mm. But I knew there was something in the air. So it could have been there. But anyway, I I went over to, uh, and you'll you you'll know you understand this. So I went over to Gala. And I'm sitting in there with their, uh, their owner. And he said, oh, you must sign for us. You must sign for us. And I went, um, I'm talking to another club. Mm. I said, but you must, you must. Uh. And I said, well, I'll talk to my wife about it. And they gave me the mm. offer. It's a cracker of an offer. Yeah. Some dodgy yeah, goings yeah. on with yeah, a yeah. tax, I think, and that, which I didn't <laughs> like. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sitting there chatting. And I said, look, I'm going to have to talk to my wife. And he goes, you cannot leave. And he's only got two big muscle guys at the door giving it all that. And I'm going, am I being kidnapped here? And, and, they, sign. and I said, look, I just want to talk to my wife. She's, uh, yeah. no, no, you must sign now. You must sign now. Look, you're just annoying me now. Cause yeah, yeah, I'm not yeah. that, you, you can't push me in it. And, he, and then he does say, oh no, we are friends, we are friends. And, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. So eventually five o'clock comes and at five o'clock, he goes, you can leave now. And I went, oh, I take it, the deal's off. He said, no, 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 no. We wanted you to sign before five o'clock. It's five o'clock now. I said, five o'clock? And he said, well, UEFA Cup. We want you to win us the UEFA Cup. And I went, Oh, that's a quite big ask off the bat, yeah. isn't it? You know, so, <laughs> <laughs> they had a good hack and suka was sent forward, yeah, so they're a good yeah, team. Yeah, yeah. So I went, well, I took that deal off. No, 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 no. You, you send tomorrow, you can play in the next round. And I said, how do you know you get to the next round? He goes, ha, ah, we know. <laughs> 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 they did get through to the next round yeah. with a late penalty. Yeah, I'm, mm. oh, I'm not so right. so <laughs> I'm not that I'm saying. So he did not. That's right. So I went back. But there was things, other things going on in my life at the time, particularly with my son and my mum, yeah. and I didn't want to be away from them. Yeah. They, wanted me, they wanted me to commute, live oh. in London and oh. play in the wow. stuff. Wow. That's okay, that's quite cool. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's yeah. quite doable, that. Um, so, so I didn't in the end. Well, you eventually signed for, for Tramere, uh, a team, a, a promising team, John Aldridge, yourself, and you actually won more Scotland caps yeah. playing for Tramere than, than any I, other club. I hate time. Why? Why did you enjoy training yeah. so much? Do you know, down a division, we were on the cusp of playoffs. Now, that league's a hard league, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. To this day, getting to the playoffs to get to the playing leagues is, is one of the hardest things. We did it year after year with a small team. We were playing against big name teams, mm. as you yeah. know. Um, and every year we got to the playoffs, and every year, one year was Reading. I just see this here. Three consecutive yeah. seasons. And we were some team, and a beautiful team. I remember playing. Great Villa side, uh, you know, really good players like McGrath and yeah, yeah. Houghton and you know, yeah. what a team they were. And we battered them. Yeah. It was that team uh, drew 6-6 with Chelsea. You know, wow. They were a right good team yeah, right? Yeah. and very good players. Most of our young players were unemployed in the Premier League. We sold them and they went on. So it was a good team. But there just wasn't quite enough money there. And it was brilliant. But because you're playing every week and you're playing well, but also playing in a style that suited you, mm. that was that was a sell for me. Yeah. If you asked me to go and play, there was a lot of long, there was still a lot of long ball football at the time, wasn't there? Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. God, yeah. Oh, there was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know, yeah. but we kind of, the Premier League was sold in a certain way. Mm. No. I don't think it was that good at the start. No. And I didn't like it. There were some good teams in it, and there was yeah. a few good players. Yeah. But in actual fact, most of the good players, absolutely present company accepted, obviously, but a lot of them, the creativity was brought in from abroad. Yeah, of mm. course, yeah. It was. Yeah. We didn't produce that type of player. No, it's not, not like now where we've got the, we got the system, right? We, yeah. we're, where we're producing technically gifted mm-hmm. players that can go to a tournament and, and handle the ball. Like, players like yourself were probably, and myself, were more... Luxuries? Yeah, luxuries, but also <laughs> by accident. Yeah. Like, we, you, we, you create yourself. No one... I wouldn't imagine other from my perspective. Mm. No one told me to double step over or to do mm. that or when to pop into a pocket. It was just... I'll just, just go and play. We, Match we, awareness and knowledge. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, no. It's Do, I mean, that's a question I'd ask you. And it sounds odd when people say, oh, 
what do you think of the modern game? And, you know, A, it would be nice to play in fat, mm. flat pitches. Yeah. When you're a skillful player, yeah. that would have helped a wee bit. Yeah. But in actual fact, the modern game would be more suited to be someone like yourself or me. Yeah. yeah. I think oh, it, it would be better. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, for sure. And it, I, I'm not saying I'd be as great as, but yeah. as a player playing, still playing just now, <clears throat> who's my favourite, and I've watched him since the day he played in English football over a decade ago. And I saw him after five minutes and I turned around and I was doing commentary on BBC and I went, he's my favourite player. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a phrase we often use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he stayed my favourite player for the next 10 years and I'd seen him for 10 minutes. Who's that? Because he's, well, he played as close to my style as I've ever known anyone. Yeah. And it was David Silver. Yeah. It's exactly yeah, yeah, the style yeah. that I played because... Great player. What a player. I mean, but I'm not, not as good as him. May I add? Underline, mm-hmm. underline. <laughs> I was going to say you compared yourself to one of the Premier League greats it's better to say that's what I was trying to do yeah, which is yeah, what yeah. I'm saying yeah, yeah. and you would that sort of side of it being able to forget the money forget celebrity forget everyone all that stuff Yeah, being able to play in a creative side with the beauty yeah. of oh, yeah. some of the modern teams Man City I deeply love Man City yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Chelsea's my team but Wow, you can't like, you can't love football and not love the way that Man City play Kenya yeah. it's a beautiful forget a where the, the you know forget anything else just the way that they play that 90 minutes is just you often take it oh. granted some people are taking it for granted I'm going no no Barcelona got used to it yeah, and yeah. then it disappears Yeah, it doesn't last forever yeah. mm. kind of love enjoy it enjoy it, it. Yeah. enjoy yeah. it it's like the Messi Ronaldo team mm. love it where you've got it guys yeah because yeah. Yeah. it's Wow. Well, we're loving the Premier League at the moment, so let's talk both ends of the table. Mm-hmm. Pat, where do you see it going? Um, let's talk the top first. Man, Man City, I, I still think. I mean, we are, you know, things change and can change at any point, but I've not moved off Man City. No. Um, surely because they don't look like blowing it and they've got a bit, mm. the structure actually is set. Mm. So they will make a mess of it and have the odd bad game, particularly in the Champions League. Yeah. But... It comes back to normal yeah, and they yeah. reset and they're hard to play against. You yeah. don't give you a kick. It's re- yeah. cheap by not giving you yeah. a kick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Liverpool are great, but there's so many fronts, it's hard for them. So I, I think that I, th- I think the, the, the race for the top four is brilliant. Done. Arsenal mm. and brilliant. Love what they're doing. I trust our Man City quickly. Haaland, going to be signed for them next season, Joe. What are we looking forward to that? Oh, it's incredible. It just shows you. It, again, it just... Was that a must for Man City to get him? It's a must for Man City to get him, but it was a must that he comes to the Premier League as well because we we, we got this great league product and we need it to be the best. And you need the best player in the world playing here. So Mbappe, he's going to stay at Paris or go to Real Madrid. The the other one is like on the other side of it, Haaland. Having to be able to watch him every week, he's sensational. He's one of them players, just gets you off your feet because he's power. You know, when he, we've watched it so aggressively, everything he does with aggression. Yeah. I bet he can't even make a cup of tea without being funny. <laughs> it's just everything. He balance whacks is everything. Great though, isn't it? Oh, balance. balance. Do you think he'll have an immediate, 100%. immediate impact? I listen to some pundits. Scoring goals. I listen to some pundits going, well, maybe, no, I, I can't see any world in which he doesn't hit the ground running straight away, unless he gets injured. I could. I understood why Lukaku was a concern coming yeah, back, yeah. stale-wise. I understood mm. that. And it's been difficult for yeah. Romelu. It's not a concern for Haaland. The one other thing I say, I was talking to Shearer the other day, right, on mm. a programme I was doing. And I said, you know that centre-forward position quite well. Put in an average centre-forward for Man City, how many goals does he score a season? And he goes 30, minimum. Really? Yeah. And I said, OK, many will Haaland score because it's off the scale, mate. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that shows you, because you'll get so many... They get to the byline like no one you've ever seen. Yeah. I know, and yeah, get I know. In. If you are... A, I mean, guys I played with, like Aldridge, of guys you've yeah, played with, yeah. how many goals would they score oh, in that team, man? I know. Yeah. So Haaland... You're right, it could be exceptional. It's a must. Um, North London derby, that is a massive game now, isn't it? Yeah. That's on Thursday. Where do you see that one going, Spurs-Arsenal? I'm really looking forward to it. Cannot is it, is it a case of whoever wins this gets think, that full spot? No, I think if Spurs win it, don't they, they still got some a bit of work to do? Is that correct? Yeah, yeah but uh, in, in psychologically and... Just, there's point, points where there's a lot... They need to try and catch a lot, particularly if they're going to catch Chelsea. But I don't think Chelsea are there yet. Really? I really? Think, I think if Spurs win, Arsenal and Spurs can still catch Chelsea because Chelsea have got their eyes on that. What's, what's going on with Chelsea at the moment? Uh, it's kind of hard in there. Just now. And it is hard because I work in there. Mm. <laughs> used to. <Yeah. laughs> Nobody <laughs> works at Chelsea anymore. <laughs> and um, 
it's, it's kind of tough in there because it's very up and down. One, one minute they can absolutely yeah. trash Real Madrid for 70 minutes. Yeah. And then next minute Brentford can beat them 4-1. Mm. So there's no point in saying what they can and can't do. But they're a, a really brilliant team. I, I, I adore what Havertz can be. Yeah. yeah. I think people don't realise. What age is he? 22. 21, yeah. 22, right? Yeah. He's already scored the Phenomenal. winning goal in Phenomenal. the Champions League final, in the World Club final. Yeah. He could have one of the most blessed careers of any player you've ever seen. Yeah. And he's just a kid. Yeah. So yeah. They're, 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 they've got a few things to sort out. Um, mm. I think they'll probably scrape it, but I'm looking forward to the cup finals. Uh, just quickly, stay on Chelsea again. Look, they've announced the, uh, the takeover, the consortium led by mm. the um, LA Dodgers co-owner, Todd Bowley. What's your thoughts on this? It's, it's, it's nice. It's, hopefully, it's nice. It's going to get wrapped up and done. But mm. for the future, is it going to be the same sort of output mm. in terms of money? <laughs> no, well, it won't be. No. The, it won't be the same output. It's going to be run as a business, but it'll be run as a high-end football club destination. Like you, Chelsea will compete. We'll be okay. We'll still compete with Liverpool, Man City, Man United, Real Madrid, Barcelona in terms of getting the right players in the club. But I think the concern is for, for me for what Chelsea need to be concerned with is whenever a big figure leaves a football club like Manchester United of Alex Ferguson you know you had the end of the, the, when Dalgleish left Liverpool the first time and if the club loses its way it can very easily spiral yeah now Romans was such a central figure because of the, because of the business model and it was like money was no object to a certain degree and mm-hmm. and everything you know you could one of the beauties of Chelsea under Roman is they could act fast in a transfer market. You know, like Haaland, for instance. Mm-hmm. If you want him, bang. You they tried to get, get him. They, they did that already. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. You know, maybe that would have changed. So Chelsea have to be very careful and the, the new owners coming in have to make the right moves at the right time yeah. and understand what works at the club. Like, for instance, the academy mm-hmm. that, you know, I worked in for, for a year when I, when I retired and it's just, when you see the work that goes in mm-hmm. there, and Amazing. the people and the graft to make these young players it, it is a football factory mm. in terms of churning them out and it's working and there's players that are on loan from Chelsea in the championship now lads at you know at Huddersfield a couple of boys at Huddersfield mm. these players they've got value and they're fantastic so whoever comes in they've got to make the right moves at the right time just to keep Chelsea in and amongst yeah. them mm. Look, a number of Chelsea fans said to me <clears throat> it's terrible Roman's leaving will the club go bust and I'm going uh, let me think. Uh, champions of Europe, World Club champions. Yeah. You have just had 20 years of yeah. unbelievable success. Just yeah. sitting the best place in London you could imagine. Yeah. yeah. You look at the excitement there was at buying Newcastle United. With all respect, yeah. Newcastle United. Yeah. I mean, don't worry, guys. It's going to be fine. Yeah. You might not be the Roman Empire anymore. Yeah. But no club generally is, unless yeah. you've got sovereign wealth and doing it. Yeah. But it's fine. It's going to be cool. Well, but yeah. it has to be more sensible. Yeah, will, that, will that filter down to the players, do you reckon, or the squad? That, that power right. effect, that, uh, you know, that sort of Roman era, whereas now, well, listen, these people that are coming to the, take over, they're still powerful, but is it going to lose that bravado? But the difference is, Sid, like from youth, this last 20 years, Chelsea have been the most, since Roman come in, been the most successful club yeah. in, in English football. That's factual. They've won mm-hmm. the most trophies, wherever way you look at it. And at the start of the 20 years, was there kids being born in, in Africa, South America, who were thinking, well, I want to play for Chelsea one day. <laughs> exactly. No, no never but, now, Chelsea. <laughs> but now, kids, kids will be born all over the world and Chelsea's this global, iconic right. club now. So the, the, game, the game's different. So you, you, you've got that. So when you're trying to attract players, I think that the, the only thing Chelsea needs to, Chelsea needs to become a destination club. And what I, say, what I mean by that is Eden Hazard, one of the, I think the greatest player to pull on a shirt at Chelsea. I mean, I, I, and I've, I've seen some great players. I love him. Mm. You know, I love him. But he always wanted Real Madrid. There shouldn't be another. There shouldn't be a step up from Chelsea. Chelsea's yeah. like Pat said. Listen, London might be biased. I think it's the best city in the world. And Chelsea, I think it's the best mm. part yeah. of it. Like it's great bars, a restaurant, the vibe, great club, champions of Europe. I think Chelsea just need to nail that down as a. Whoever comes with the guys that come in and make sure that player we don't lose players yeah. at Hazard every no. game. Or indeed Rudiger. Sad. Yeah, Rudiger, yeah. that's sad. Uh FA Cup final is this weekend. Mm. Chelsea Liverpool mm. is um Well, you'd look at the games of yeah. the season so far, they've been brilliant. And yeah. Yeah. I thought that nil nil Carabao Cup final was one of the best nil nils yeah. I've ever yeah. seen. Yes. No, it was. It yeah. was absolutely brilliant. Where does this one go? 
I think I don't. You just can't call it. It's, it's toss a coin. Who turns up on the day? I mean, mm. Salah's not Salah's player of the season, but he's been yeah. quiet recently. Yeah. 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 Is he saving himself? Chelsea on penalties for Pat. I'm, not, I'm going Chelsea 1-0 Kai Havertz. I've just got this thing about Kai. Yeah. He's going to score the winning yeah, goal and everything, that. including the World Cup one day. Right? Yeah, <laughs> he's, going have, he's going to have Come one on, of mate. them. He's going to have one of them. Said by a Scotsman there. Joe, Joe Chelsea. going to be Harry Kane. Cup. Would you recommend? Uh, I, I agree. I'm going, to go, I'm going to go with Pat 1-0 yeah. Chelsea. Heart rather than head. Liverpool looking impenetrable at the moment, the way that they play, yeah. and they're, they're a great team. But Thomas Tuchel, seem, I, I think he might have something up his sleeve for this game. Yeah, yeah. it's a big one. Yeah. Let's give you some coral odds quickly. Let's start on Chelsea. If you think Chelsea will beat Liverpool 3-2 in the FA Cup final with Kai Havertz scoring the first goal, uh, Coral will give you odds of 110 to 1. I wish you wouldn't you say 3-2 defeats in FA Cup finals. I had one of them. Mm. Oh, sorry, sorry, <laughs> I was beat that. Uh, that was aimed at me. I'm not very annoyed. Subliminal from City. Uh, the North London derby, uh, if that ends in 1-1 and Harry Kane uh, being the first goal scorer, Coral will give you odds of 25-1. to 1. Mm. And the other end of the table, Frank Lampard, Everton to go to Watford. Uh, if you think the Toffees will win 3-0, Coral will give you odds of 14-1. to 1. Right, the Super Series is West Ham versus Man City. Um, can I ask you both four questions? <laughs> the guest is 15 14 up. There was no points scored really? last week. Yep, no points scored last week. So the guest is winning 15 14. So Honestly. West Ham versus Man City. You are going I've to do won. well here. Quick, <laughs> quizzes. quick fire uh, questions. Who will win the match? West Ham versus Man City at. I might say. I'm going to go draw. That's why well, you're getting beat. No, 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 no. <laughs> no. Mark Noble's last game. Yeah. Man City can afford. If okay. they win tonight, they can afford a draw. Yeah. Okay. West Ham one four nil. I'm good with that, Coley. Come on. Uh, who will score the first goal? De Bruyne. Antonio. <laughs> no, 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 no. They, no <laughs> listen, I'm. No, listen, don't laugh at me. Right? Right? I'm the champion <laughs> two years <laughs> in a row. I'm the champion two years in a row. <laughs> Sometimes you have to be creative. Uh, right, listen, uh, they've uh, Diaz is out. Stones has got a knock. Carl Walker's got a knock. So you've done your homework. Mm. All right, here's one for you. How many corners will there be? Nine. <laughs> <laughs> and how many for West Ham? <laughs> Pat, how many corners will there be? Uh, did we get to the byline? I'll say 11. Oh, that's big, yeah. How mm. many players will be carded? How many cards in the game? <gasps> Is Fernandinho playing? <laughs> he, he likes underneath. They always, just, they have to ignore the one that their central midfielder will always get. Mm. Like, and say, yeah. I'll go three. Three? Four. Okay. As ever, at home, if you want to play along, it's easy. Just head over to coral.co.uk, answer questions correctly to win cash prizes. Please gamble responsibly. Pat, that's it. Interesting, that is what you have been. It's been an absolute joy, Pat. Thank you ever so much for coming on. Um, Remember to find us on the Joe YouTube channel or wherever you get your podcast from. You have been listening to All To Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to All To Play For, brought to you by Joe and Coral.